Squire Radio, I'm Bo. And I'm John Davis. JD! Hey, Bo, good afternoon, man. Man, good afternoon to you too, sir. I, you know, I'm going to ask how you're doing, but then I don't want you to answer that. Let me let me tell the people <laughs> why. Like, you know, we, we, you know, we're here, we're in Houston, you know, we got the yeah. beautiful weather, you walk outside, it's like a sauna out there. You know, like people pay a it lot is. of money for that heat, but we right. get it for free when we just walk outside in Houston. <laughs> and it's a, it's, it's a beautiful day. I, I, however, <laughs> you have had the most, like... Rough twenty four hours. It's been pretty pretty brutal. It's been pretty brutal. You know, I don't I don't want to pull the curtain back further than you want to, but I'll just say that you know you got you got some personal stuff that's going on, and yeah. then on top of all that, you're <laughs> fighting off some sort of ailment that uh, that you brought back from your travels. Yeah, I, I don't know. I got got some kind of crazy madness from uh, uh from Las Vegas. So uh, yeah, it you know it's it's tough when you're battling with any kind of throat, esophageal, whatever this is. <laughs> right, I'm just right. making up words now. No, no, no. You're but, a doctor. Um, Fine. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah right. <laughs> yes, Dr. Cole. Yeah. You, you got, no, you got a master of pipes. That's what it was. Yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a doctor. You're not yet. a doctor of pipes. Uh, yeah. Probably never will be. But, <laughs> but I do have the, I did stay at Holiday Inn Express a couple nights ago. Though, and I, <laughs> And that's probably what gave me this crud that I have. So, uh, which well, is hard is. when you're trying to record a podcast. So. Well, so this is what we need to do. We need to go back to Vegas, but we need to do it upright. We need to go to the right places. We need to make sure that you're taken yeah. care of. And I know exactly when we were going to do this at the Las Vegas Pipe Show. That's right, man. It's coming up soon. <laughs> no, no. See that now actually sounds like it's like aliens invading right there. Like, I think. That sounds more like the thing in the uh, classic Vegas uh, slot machine type of way. Yeah. I think it's right. Anyway, point is, <laughs> we will be there October uh, 20, 20, 21st through 23rd. That's right. But all the details are available at the website. VegasPipeShow.com. And that's the place you're going to want to go. Of course, our buddy Brian Levine is like like spearheading this thing. We're like, you know, you've heard us talk about it already, but this is a pipe show. If you've never been to a pipe show, this is the one to go to. If you've been to pipe shows before, you need to be to this one. Everybody needs to come to this one because this is a new era in pipe shows. I truly believe that. With Brian at the helm, with some of the stuff they're looking at, not only are you going to have some amazing carvers there, some amazing talent, some amazing products, but you're also going to be able to like meet other people from the community. I'm talking YouTubers, podcasters, you not just us. I mean, like, you know, hey, we'll be there. We'll be performing live, actually. But there's going to be a lot of folks that you're going to want to meet and see. So come on out to Las Vegas this October. We'd love to see you there. Man, of course, we would not be able to do this show without the support of our amazing supporters at the uh, the Patreon. You know, you know about the Patreon. Yeah, ye old Patreon. The ye old Patreon, man. We got uh, we got the Country Squire Radio International uh, Club. We got two new squires to give a shout out to. Brian McNeve. What? Well, I think it's Neve, but... I, I didn't know how to mispronounce it. This this is becoming more of a problem. I Brian need to McNeve. Be, yeah, Brian McNeve. Okay. But yeah. Oh, McNev McNevin. McNevin. Oh, I did mispronounce it. Yeah. I didn't even you, have to try. Didn't even say a whole syllable. All right. It. It's Brian McNevin. All right. Brian, uh, thank you. Uh, and then uh, Gabe Riel Roper. Rupert. Gabriel Roper. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Gabriel and Brian, thank y'all so much for your support of the show. All right. We are doing a Squire Select. Now, I need to talk about this Squire Select that we were doing <laughs> because it is well known at this point that uh, when we started this podcast, we were both in Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah. 
since then I have moved to Houston, ironically, because Houston was the place of your birth. Yeah. You know, you're only here for a few years growing up and everything. Yeah. And so, you know, it's it's kind of been this kind of fun thing of like me discovering places in Houston and be like, Oh, have you have you have you been to this crazy bar? And you're like, I was six. No. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right. So, but one of the things that's been really interesting is that coming to Houston has afforded me the opportunity to have access to things that we couldn't get in small town, little Jackson, Mississippi, right? Like, yeah. I say small town, Jackson's a legit city, but my point is that like, you know, couldn't, didn't have access to like quite the uh, distribution that you can get, especially in the spirit variety. Yeah, sure. Now, allegedly things would be shipped back to Jackson, allegedly unconfirmed. But the great thing about all this is that, you know, now you're here. And we can partake in some wonderful spirits. In in person that we've procured locally. Now, you have sent me on a task, nigh a quest, to yeah. go and find a particular beverage that you have had, <laughs> like, I, on very sparing occasions, only once, maybe? Yeah, only, and, only, only one once. Only once. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, so... John David Cole, synonymous with Boodles. This is known. You think John? You think pipe tobacco? You think Bing's favorite? You think Boodles? <laughs> right. All that's true. Yeah. So I love Boodles gin. You love Boodles gin. Now, unbeknownst to me, prior to doing this, I'm using a lot of like high end language as part of this mm. intro. Uh, but unbeknownst to me, prior to this, uh, Boodles does not just make one kind of gin, which is their gin, but they also do flavored gins. They do. And the flavored gin you sent me looking for was the. Mulberry, the mulberry gin, which is not what we have today, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> no, this is, but this, this, this fits right. So, like when you think about Country Square Radio, you think about Bo, you think of uh, podcasting, you think of hats, and you also think of dyslexia, right? And so, <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you sent me out. I, first of all, I have no idea what a mulberry looks like. Okay? I don't know either. No. It's got berry in the name, so I'm thinking like, you know, blush or pink or something like that. Right. Red, maybe. I mean, like, and I love blueberries, but blueberry didn't come to mind or anything like that. <laughs> and so I go into one of our local specs that we have here at Houston, and I get so excited because I'm, I'm like, I'm going to get this something gin, something something that's not the normal boodles. It's, it's boodles, but it's, it's, it's a berry. It's, it's a flavored, buried boodles, and I'm going to find it, and I'm walking through, and there I see it. It is a bottle of Boodles, and it is a flush pink. And I think yes, yeah. like when I when I see a bottle of Boodles that is flush pink, I think this is what John David That's wants. That's got to be it, right? This has got to be it. And so <laughs> I pick it up, and I read it, and I I see that it is Boodles British rhubarb strawberry gin, and I think I think that's what he said. And it's and it's not. It's not. But. It is excellent. But okay, so this is the thing. So and I, I and I have had this before and I'll tell you who gave it to me. Oh. It was it was Andre Tessier, longtime friend of the show. Yes. Dear friend Andre. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, we enjoyed some of this when we were in Chicago for the Chicago Pipe Show. He had uh, he had brought this as well. And uh, this is one of the varieties that Boodles makes. It's very good. Okay, so that was the thing because I sent you a picture of this, and you were you gave me like all the excited emojis and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, it's great. I'm excited to drink it. No, I, I, I got just that. not what I asked for. Yeah, well, okay. So that's <laughs> and and therein lies the, the the problem with all this. But regardless, I did do some research in into this gin a little bit to yeah. to kind of figure out like, okay, well now I've got this 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 gin that was not the one that I was sent out for, <laughs> and on top of it. I have the the challenge of trying not just to to you know enjoy this with you and talk about it and all that kind of good stuff as you pair it with some quality pipe tobacco, but as we have done for many of these episodes, we're not just doing that. We're going to turn it into a cocktail, and then I'm supposed to pair it with something else. Ooh. And so, for one thing, we've got to talk. We've got to turn this into a cocktail. 
which whenever you go with any kind of like specialty, you know, flavored alcohol. Yeah, this is a variant of something that's, you know. A, already a challenge, yeah, right? Absolutely. Even if it's yeah. just like something like, I don't know, peach or yeah. uh, lime or something of that nature. Yeah. But rhubarb strawberry. Come on, man. <laughs> what what even is a rhubarb? Do you know what a rhubarb is? I, it's something that I think just is in one of those little Harry Potter books, isn't it? No, come on, man. Do you do? But do you know? It's no. It, it's I, some kind of root. I feel like it's a stick, isn't it? All right, hold on. Let's let, let's look up a rhubarb. Let's look up a rhubarb real quick. Rhubarb plant. Look at that thing. It's a vegetable, but it's pink. It is a fleshy, edible stalk. <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> it's cooked and used for food. Uh huh. It's a it's it's part of the plantae kingdom, the plant plantae genus rehum re, right, So it's like a little sweet lettucey looking thing that you eat the sticks on. <laughs> so not a mulberry. <laughs> it's not a mulberry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, no, I just it, it, rhubarb. That's something that like that's something that the little bunnies would nibble on in Watership Down. Okay, is a, is a rhubarb. That's kind of cute. All right, yeah. fair enough. We'll but, I but I don't know what other context you would you would ever use a rhubarb in. Apparently in gin, because so that's what Boodles has done. They've got a <laughs> rhubarb strawberry gin, and as I've already mentioned, you've got the classic Boodles bottle. The primary difference is the liquid inside of it, which is kind of a, a flush pink. The branding for this has kind of the same layout as your tr- your standard Boodles bottle, but you have behind it a lot of you know, kind of flowers, roses, like really pretty paint. It's a pretty bottle is what it's, it is. It's pretty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, like this is great, man. I'm, I'm, I'm down for the challenge. I'm looking forward to this. Shall we dive in and have yeah. a little thing? Yeah, right. let's do it. It tastes pink. It's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad. I, I, you know, it's, it's interesting. I, I like gin a lot. Yeah. And I'm not opposed to flavored gin. I've actually flavored gin myself before. Really? Yeah. With like, what? With blueberries. Not rhubarb. <laughs> no, not, not rhubarb. But no, with blueberries. I, I think it was kind of this process of freezing the blueberries and then like packing them in like a jar okay. of gin so that like as they kind of, I guess, retracted okay. or expanded one or the other, uh, then they like let was, their stuff out. It was releasing the juice and everything else. And like you, right. you'd let it kind of, I guess, ferment to some extent in mm. there. And it was interesting. It was, it was different, but it was, it yeah. was good. Yeah. This kind of takes me back to that. Obviously a very different flavor profile. It's very much gin. And I was glad, yeah. I'm glad of this. Like, it's not like overly sweet. Right. Yeah. I, I think when people drink something that is, you know, pink like this or, you know, has some type of infusion, they get afraid that it is going to be super sweet. And it certainly is sweeter than the, just the normal Boodles gin. And and we're actually just drinking this straight now without any kind of ice. It's not even up. It's just, we just pour it out of the bottle and, and are drinking it. And, um, and I, you know, I normally do not do that with gin, even really, really good gin. I typically drink at least on some ice or, you know, in a cocktail. Of course, everyone knows I'm a, a you know, a big fan of gin and tonics. And oh, that's yeah. something I've always enjoyed oh, you're a master when it comes to making a gin and tonic. well i don't know about that but love gin and tonics and, and we're just enjoying this straight and it's um and it, it's actually really good it's, yeah. it's just it's very it's, it's crisp and tart it's it, refreshing it's refreshing yeah yeah it has a a sweetness that is kind of a it, it's not a super sugary sweetness no it's just, it, I, I don't know. It's, it's a natural sweetness like it, it to me like sipping this kind of gives me the feeling of like a sunday brunch you know what mm. i mean like mm-hmm. like a you go into like a kind of a nice place. They've got kind of an open area and there's like a jazz, maybe like a jazz trio kind of playing a little softly, but like with a good vibe in the background and everything. And you, you know, you order your, I don't know, chicken and waffle <laughs> or your, your scrambled eggs or 
Hmm. Hey, maybe your pancakes. I'm just getting hungry all of a sudden. Hey, maybe we should go somewhere. Yeah. yeah. I think it's lunch. <laughs> anyway, uh, and then you know they have you know brunch cocktails. Yeah. I feel like this could be served you know with very little alterations, and it would be really good as a brunch. You, you know what this makes me think? If gin were to become champagne, interesting, it would be this interesting. Like it, like if gin had an identity crisis. And was like, no, I'm champagne, and everyone's like, no, you're gin. But the gin's like, no, I'm champagne. Right. It, it would it would be Boodle's rhubarb and strawberry. <laughs> this, is, this is this is gin going through that like those those rough teenage years trying to find itself. Right. And it, it can't yet admit that it's gin, so it's like, no, I'm champagne. Call me champagne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's uh, eventually it'll buy a sports car. Yeah. Everything will work out. Although it's like the anti-gothic to stuff. Like you know, like that's like the goth phase that all the right. kids go through. Right. This is like it's goth phase, but like the exact opposite of that. <laughs> All right, so let's let's put a cork in the champagne comments because that's going to come up later. Let's talk about what yeah, you're going to pair this true, with. True, true. Well, I wanted, you know, with this particular gin, it it is more tart than you're used to, I it think, is, with yeah. gins because of the fruit infusion and the and the rhubarb uh, that's there, obviously. So I, I wanted something to kind of smooth that out a little bit to pair with it, uh, not something that would kind of double down. Uh, you know, I guess I could have paired it with a some type of cherry or fruit, you know, based tobacco, but decided to go. Uh, with something that's more creamy and more marshmallowy, and uh, something with a little thicker body, a little th- creamier mouthfeel. Yeah. And, um, so I, I went with one of our house blends actually on this. We were doing Bill's blend from oh, the Country Squire. So, Bill's blend. I mean, this has come up a couple of times. I don't think I've ever actually had Bill's blend. Bill's blend is great. Yeah. So it it uh you know what's what's funny about this is it's it's named after our friend Bill Rutledge who uh, passed away about a year ago now, a little yeah. little under a year ago now. He was a very very close friend. Miss him dearly. Think yeah. about him all the time. But but what what's what's funny about this? We this was his private blend, and so you know it was really popular. He constantly recommended it to people in the store, and so after he passed away, we you know, mixed a bottle of or jug of it up, put it up on the shelf. And now it's a part of our permanent lineup and and it sells really great. But what's funny is like, if you were to offer bill a glass of pink gin, the, 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 the look that he would have given you would be so horrified. (laughs) Like this is just one of the most kind, but also sophisticated, like, people like he just let's just say like he's a man of his era he carried himself as such too like bill bill would have had a hard enough time drinking like a merlot over a cabernet sauvignon right 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 much less a pink gin and tonic (laughs) i'm I'm just telling (laughs) you like like it would like is a sophisticated palate right here yeah like but bill would look at this and be like you've you've lost your mind And so it's just kind of funny, like I'm sitting here thinking about my friend Bill and yeah. how like good that his tobacco goes with this particular gin, and I think it does well. But but yeah, he would he would be like, "You're John David, I love you, I miss you. How dare you? You're nuts." <laughs> <laughs> All right, no Bill's blend, I love it, man. It's funny, I love uh, the creaminess of Bill's blend. It's got this real nice tongue coating texture to it. It's very full and and creamy and milky. It's a, it's a, it's a good tobacco. I think it pairs well with this. It just gives it a a kind of a rounded smoothness that helps the, uh, the sharpness of the, of the tart with the the tart gin. So anyway, excellent. Yeah. Good stuff. There there it is. All right. So you mentioned that if Boodles wanted to be a champagne, Oh, or rather if Boodles was 
well, if Boodle's just like kind of like was going through this identity crisis, like this is like what it would be to be a champagne. Interesting that you would say that, John David, because as I mentioned, you I, know, I did notice that you had some champagne in the kitchen <laughs> and then you did come back with the cocktail that is is bubbling. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so 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 what, what what's going on here? So like, you know, as I mentioned, it was it was difficult trying to figure out what to do cocktail wise. Cause at first I was like, well, okay, well I'll just find a, like a gin cocktail and we'll, we'll do it with kind of this rhubarb strawberry bent to it and that sort of thing. But I actually found out that there is actually a cocktail that exists, probably created by Boodles for this particular gin, like specifically the rhubarb strawberry. And that is the Boodles Royale. Wow. Yeah. So th- this is a cocktail designed for this gin. Yeah. Yeah. I have a Royale and cheese, John David. <laughs> It's like a bad Matthew McConaughey. Uh, <laughs> no, that was supposed to be a, oh, shoot. What's that dude from Pulp Fiction? He's he's in there with like Sam Jackson. They're talking about the uh, uh, John Travolta. That's oh, the John guy's Travolta. name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. John Travolta. <laughs> hey, you know, it was his bad accent. He it was him doing a bad Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> all right. All right. That's funny. <laughs> but that is a perfect. Uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> man, we got ourselves a Boodles Royale. This is one part Boodles rhubarb strawberry gin three-part champagne with a lemon twist. And your lemon is probably a little bit better than mine, but I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going to throw my twist in just, just, just me personally. Yeah, I want to do this whole number where yeah, I'm kind of coating the rim so I can, and then I'll, I'll I'll toss it in. And I tried to do the spritz thing like you and I we were at, you know, the ready room. Ready room. That was man, he he did it well. Look, Cody and and you heard it, but you didn't see what we saw when he like did the the bend on every single citrus. Poofed, like you know what I mean, like the little like like a, it's like a, a it was a spray of of the juice from oh. the from the twist or whatever. It like was just really, from the rind, yeah. Like and it was just this perfect every single time. Isn't I don't know how I did it. Yep. Anyway, all right, man, let's dive into this. Cheers. Okay, so champagne with kind of a berry Boodles royale. Yeah, this is the Boodles Royale. I like it. Champagne cocktails are good. I mean, like I'm a big fan of a French 75. I just love champagne. Well, champagne's good. I mean, I, I I do. I love champagne. It doesn't really impart, I guess, because it's just majority champagne. It gives it a little bit of a pink tinge, but it it, it pretty much looks like a clear beverage. Well, as me. I as I read, you can go stronger with the with the with the boodles, right? right? Like you can go stronger and kind of maintain a little bit more of the yeah, you know, the the pinkness and kind of maintain the gin, but in most champagne cocktails, you do want the predominant, you know, product to be the champagne. The champagne, yeah. Because that is I mean, to some extent that is the vehicle for for the spirit. Here, you don't so much as pick up the gin, but you do still have that like light Ooh, this is really good. Light berry. I mean, yeah, it's good, right? Again, this is a good like Sunday brunch cocktail, right? It really is. Like you would find this at like a classy or or maybe like a lowdown place, one way or the other. You can find this. <laughs> well, you found it here, <laughs> <Yeah>. so <laughs> that's exactly can't right. be that classy. Yeah, that's exactly right, John David. I I got to tell you, I felt bad that I let you down on not getting the the boodles that you wanted. <laughs> And uh, I doubt they even make that stuff anymore. Well, so you know, there's that, and then then I felt bad because I saw what this was, and I felt bad that I was going to have to drink it because I didn't think I'd like it. But it ended <laughs> up being okay. And so, so in in anticipation that this was all going to be terrible, not knowing because I hadn't tasted it prior to us like sitting down, because <laughs> it's actually pretty good. It is actually pretty good. I kind of like had a way I wanted to go with my pairing. Okay. Oh. So let me just let me just let me let me. You okay, know, okay. Explain. Let me let me I'll let you uh, wax. This is your beverage, right? Boodles specifically. This right. is your spirit. It's synonymous. There it is a crime that Boodles doesn't pay you money every single day <laughs> for just simply existing because when they think of John David Cole, they think of Boodles. They you are the Boodles. most interesting man in the world 
Four Boodles. Four Boodles. <laughs> Four Boodles. Right. So had this... anyone heard of Boodles until Country Square? <laughs> I don't know. This is... Well, Winston Churchill had, because he drank a lot well, of Well, so, yeah, yeah. But he but drank a lot of things. I'm but... just saying, you got Winston Churchill, but then you got John David Cole. Oh, you know? well, I mean, I, you know, yeah. <laughs> saved the Western Hemisphere, or sa- saved the uh, Western world, and then, you know. I, hey, I, you I, saved the Western blend, world from bad some, pipe tobacco. Blended some, decent, blended some decent tobaccos here and there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. And a few bad ones, too. <laughs> well, anyway, point is, no one's perfect. The the And Boodles, uh, you know, it is it is the spirit that everybody associates with you. You chose a different boodles than the one that I ended up getting, but I ended up getting this like very berry looking and although not as berry tasting as I thought it was going to. Yeah, sure. Uh, which I, well, and, you know, and, and I thought, okay, I'm going to turn this into a champagne cocktail. That is the only cocktail I can find. It's a champagne cocktail. We're now talking high class. We're now talking, you know, you got your, your pink gin, your boodles, you know, your John David Cole, he's sitting here with the champagne. Pinky's I, out. Pinky's out. As um a a goof, I don't know. As going a, with this, as well. So I I was intentional that for this pairing, I wanted to go hamster cage. I'm no. just like, like this, <laughs> what I wanted to do was I wanted to take you down back Pink to. Gin. We're gonna be silly. We're pairing it with trash. No, I wanted. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'm, we're gonna have John David Cole sitting specialty boodles and a champagne cocktail. I need to remind this man who he is and where he comes from. <laughs> Rankin County, right? So yeah. I, need to, I need to bring it back down to Rankin County, right? Like I need to, I need to get it right here. So that's right. So I was that's going with right. the pairing. Now here's the thing. This is the interesting thing. Now having had the cocktail, because right. it was more of like I researched cocktail. These, the, this is what it tastes like. Okay, well then, you know, because I, I did want to make it a good pairing. And yeah, everything. sure, sure. But now having had the cocktail, I actually think this is a really good pairing. <laughs> well, we'll see. <laughs> all right, I'm going to go with Captain Black Cherry. Now, first of all, that's the other Ugh. thing. Now, hang on, this is the other thing. I People, just got tongue bite. Well, <laughs> and I haven't smoked anything all day. I think that there's because Ow. of the subtlety of the flavor in the actual champagne cocktail, I feel like the pairing would actually help bring that out more. Yeah, you're going to deal with the tongue bite and you're going to feel <laughs> gross. You need to still feel gross. I like that. that's the point. That's the point. The, the point is to get in touch with your roots. Right. Remind yeah. you. Right. <laughs> now, granted, you're high quality tobacco, remember, but you're remember, not high quality like remember this. Remember what kind of piece of crap you are. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say that, but I'm just saying hamster cage. So you know? Cap- <laughs> Captain Black Cherry, I, you know, last time I had Captain Black Cherry, I, I was probably 19. Uh, there's probably a reason I've never had it since. I mean, I you know, I, and, and I like Captain Black. Okay. Captain Black's fine. Yeah. You know, and and they've got the Captain Black grape, which is something. <laughs> Listen, this is the only time you'll ever hear me recommend or, or you know put out a cherry well, I mean, tobacco. That, that's any the thing kind. you kind of did it as a as a you know intentional as an intentional you yeah. know, joke, but like it, I, I I could see it work. I mean, I think with the thing with this is like you're going to drink enough champagne and gin to where your your tongue is just not going to feel feelings anymore. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and, and so, and, and so maybe that would help with some of the tongue bite from the captain black cherry. I think so. Um, and you know, those cha- captain black, like how they flavor stuff, like those lower end tobaccos, like they kind of have that, like, I'm, I'm trying to describe the cherry flavor from a hamster cage tobacco. It's some, do you remember those medicines, the little sucrets? Uh-huh. Those little sucrets. Yep. That like were the, I guess were cough drops. Or yes. Like throat loss. And yes. And they had this like sickly cherry flavor yes, to them. Yes. It's like a, like of a cherry like 
took a left turn at Albuquerque kind of thing. So can I just tell you that you know? when drinking this gin, I was thinking about that medicinal cherry flavor. Not not, yeah. not that this made me think of that, but going into it, I was thinking that's what we were about yeah. to get. I was going to make a joke about you fighting off the crud and finally we got the medicine for you right yeah. here. You know? <laughs> but it didn't. It literally didn't have that. Like the gin is actually the gin really tastes, good. The gin tastes good. Yeah. So I, I look forward to trying Captain Black Cherry with this. Actually, I, you know what? I don't look forward to that. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> I, I, I will do it in honor of you and 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 for our listeners' benefit. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't look forward listen, to that. Listen, but I, I think if I have enough Boodles Rhubarb and Strawberry cocktail, what do we call this again? Is it a, a, a Boodles Royale? Boodles Royale. Royale. Mm. <laughs> uh, I think if I have enough of these, that you know, it, it'll it'll compensate. There you go. I sometimes think- you like that little sucrets flavor. You know, it kind of reminds you of your childhood. I don't know. You know. <laughs> It's like your mom's like, ah, you'd be all right. Just take some more cherry coffee. Yeah, you know? yeah. Reminds <laughs> you just the worst days. That's. <laughs> I feel bad, but I don't. I'm thrilled. I'm very happy right now. I've okay. gotten happier as I've worked my way through this. Uh, it helps, doesn't Noodles it? Noodles Royale. So. All right, man. Well, hey, you know, the great thing is, is that as a... Uh, <laughs> You know, the great thing is you can put any kind of pipe tobacco in a, in a good quality Missouri Meerschaum uh, corn cob pipe, regardless of if it's hamster cage or the highest end stuff that you find at the Country Squire. But regardless, you do want to enjoy it through a good corn cob pipe from our friends at Missouri Meerschaum. The thing you know about smoking out of a Missouri Meerschaum pipe is if you're not enjoying it, it's not the pipe's fault. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so so if you smoked Captain Black Cherry out of, out of your Missouri Meerschaum back to our roots bracken, which is a beautiful new pipe with Nobody's. the cylindrical, <laughs> the cylindrical. I, I I need photo evidence, right. of someone drinking a Boodles Royale, smoking Captain Black Cherry out of their new Missouri Meerschaum back to our roots bracken. Release the bracken. The bracken. <laughs> <laughs> if you're doing that and you're having a bad experience, you know yeah. it's not the pipe. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I just, could you imagine, like, somebody, you know, you, they've just released the Bracken. They've, they've, they've got it out. You know, they got it in a specialty container so that they can just release the Bracken. And then they pu- pu- fill it up with, like, Captain Black or some sort of hamster cage pack. And they smoke like, huh, something must be wrong with the Bracken. Nothing's wrong with the Bracken. Nothing ain't wrong with the Bracken. It ain't the Bracken, bud. <laughs> anyway. That's great. Absolutely. Yeah. Get yourself a Bracken. Man, I like. I hope, I want hashtag release the Bracken. Release you know, we always bracken. say send pictures in and that sort of thing. You right. Know, throw it on Instagram. I want you to use the hashtag release the bracket. Well, it's actually my favorite of all these new shapes because and it, it's something very simple that they did, but it's got this angled top on this barrel shaped bowl. And, and and you just don't it's something mm-hmm. very simple. It didn't take a whole lot to do that, but like it's but it's really pleasing. I I really like they call it a scarecrow, angled cut top. Ooh. I've never heard of that. I think Mm-mm. that's that's interesting. They say uh, the new Back to Our Roots line also comprises the Bracken, this generous cylindrical bowl with an angled cut top and a nickel ferrule that pops our new rich green Danish bit. This beautiful filtered pipe brings to mind the Bracken ferns that grow all over the Ozarks in Missouri. Anyway, beautiful pipe um, and get one. Pair it with uh, good tobacco. Pair it with crummy tobacco. Uh, <laughs> but, but 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 definitely get one. And always be sure to release the bracken. <laughs> and big thanks to our friends at Missouri Bishop for sponsoring this show. What a nerd! What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. 
question of the week. All right, man. Bike question of the week this week coming in this week from Alex, who says about nicotine content. I always love aromatics, mainly because my girlfriend and kids love the smell. But I've always wanted to uh, smoke something stronger. I yep. dabbled into some dark pariques and burleys, but found the nicotine kick was too strong. Other blends like Old Joe Krantz, Old Dark Fired, and Irish Flake, I heard, are very strong too. What can I mix with them to lower the nicotine as I want to smoke them? I love Carter Hall. Would that tone them down a bit? And again, that's coming in from Alex. Yeah, Alex, great question. You know, anytime you see those, you're like, oh, those are too strong, but I will, I still want to smoke something with that kind of note to it. Throw in some unflavored black Cavendish. That's the way to go. Unflavored black Cavendish, real creamy, smooth, very low nicotine content. You know, it's just easy, easy going. It's a tobacco that's going to add body and volume to the blend, but not take away from the flavor. It might add a little natural sweetness, but who has ever complained about that? So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, unflavored black Cavendish has, has been kind of the way to go for me for a long time. If you want something a little more flavorful, maybe to to pair it with, you could also maybe throw in some red Virginias. Uh, red Virginias, you know, just a proper amount of nicotine content, not over the top, uh, but it might dilute some of your Perique and your, you know, Dark Fire Kentucky tobaccos in there as well. Another option, you know, people always get surprised by this, but, you know, Latakia does not have a lot of nicotine in it. Uh, Latakia is a low nicotine tobacco. The, the flavor is very distinctive. Right. And so you may not be wanting to add that flavor into the concoction you're you're trying to produce. Isn't that here. interesting? Yeah. Like that that's the way it goes. Because like Burley, is. which is much more lighter, is like much heavier in nicotine. It's the strongest out there. But like it's not yeah. just in tobacco. Like 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 you think of dark coffee and you're like, oh, this has a lot of caffeine. No, no, no. No, not the, the taste is bold. Exactly. But the nicotine content is actually lower. You find that in cigars some too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. So but uh but that might be an option for you. I would start though with unflavored black Cavendish and one of the ones that's on the market that's probably easiest to get would be uh Cornell and Deal. They sell a bulk unflavored black Cavendish, but they also sell a I think uh I forget what they called in a tin. It's like a Green River something. I I don't know, but you you can get it and that's that's probably the way to uh the way to go, okay? Excellent, man. And hey, great question, Alex. If you got a pipe question for us, be sure to send it into the show that is show at countrysquireradio.com. Quick, Quick fire, fire with, with the, the squire. squire. Quick fire question. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so this is like a single quick fire question. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, which is whenever there's a single quick fire question, it's never all that quick because it kind of requires like, okay, you better put some thinking. A the, mind of its own. Yeah, I got to put a little thought into it. <laughs> quick fire questions quit being quick a long time ago. I, were they ever is really like, <laughs> I think they were originally like we just pew, 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 uh -huh. like, like pounded through them and then they kind of became on their own thing. <laughs> all right, here we go. You've got one magical hour. Ooh. One magical hour to be anywhere in the world with one hour's worth of music, one hour's worth of pipe tobacco. Oh my gosh. One beverage and one pipe. Okay. So what is the one hour's worth of music? The one hour of pipe tobacco are the, you know, what's the pipe tobacco? What's the beverage with pipe and the music? The music I would imagine is more, more challenging here, but what are, you, what are your thoughts here? All right. I'm going to try to do this quickly in the spirit of quick. <laughs> right, this right. is also really cool. So you got one hour. One magical hour anywhere in the world. Right. I'm going to go with Paris. Ooh. Have you have you been to Paris? A long time ago. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with jazz. 
Mm. Any particular performer, just a assortment? Maybe Miles Davis. I'm going to go with, gosh, I'll probably go with McClellan's Virginia Woods. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. I'll go with a Sazerac. Mm. And I'll go with my big Savinelli autograph. And it's it, got a big bowl. And I'm, I'm imagining this is a Sazerac made in the French fashion, which is with cognac with as opposed cognac. to rye. Yeah. 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 Oh. And I think I just, I, I'm going to need, after I just thought about everything, <laughs> I, after just processing everything I just said, I, yeah. I think I need a, a, a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> it was a magical experience. I mean, I guess it was it says magical all over the thing, doesn't yeah. it? So that's, that's really good. <laughs> that was awesome. Man. It's an exercise we should have more of. That's, you know, that, 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 that's like an exercise in mindfulness right there. Like yeah. giving yourself like a little mental getaway. That's good stuff. Yeah. Man, this is, this is tough. Goodness. You know, the funny thing is I love traveling. And so even the, just the concept of like, lock it down to one place, like, you know, and like put it tops, like well, everywhere, all at once, I all know, the time, right? you know, I was like, um, you know, it's, it's wild because I, I, I yearn for what I know, yeah. you know, as much as I love like travel and adventure, yeah. I find comfort in familiar places, familiar places. Yeah. So like. For me, it does kind of become New Orleans, right? Like I, I always, like yeah, I always, sure. just my my heart, and my mind are so often in New Orleans, even though I like it's been a, it's been since we were there last, since since I was last there, yeah, yeah several months, and uh, and I miss it, I miss it so much, and so like you know, if I could like instantly be transported, as much as I love the beach, as much as I love, you know, the Greek islands, like like some like these really like like far away places and and everything. There's kind of part of me that just wants to be on the balcony in New Orleans with a record player going. Well, see, that's the thing, though. Then would I even want the record player going? No, I probably want to listen to the music of the city, which is typically jazz music. It's typically somebody playing down the street. Yeah. You know, so somebody, I don't even know their name. Yeah. And they're just, they're, they're, they're busting out, playing music. People are going by, and the sounds of the city is the music that I would choose. I, too, would choose a Tazerac, although mine would have rye in it. For the pipe. In that location, mm. man, I, so it's it's interesting because you go through. I'm sure you just did this exact same thing. Now I think yeah, about the it. same gears you, turned. You, in you go too. through the like the rolodex of your pipes, and you right. picture yourself like smoking those pipes in that setting and everything. Right, and it's interesting because I, so I was looking through it. I was like, I immediately went to like my highest end pipes, right? Because that's, right. that's what you're supposed to do. And this is like, well, this is like your most ideal. I want to go with like those higher end pipes, but I kind of found myself going back to like my straight billiard first pipe. And it's like it's, a no-name pipe. It's and it's all it's it's gross. Like the vulcanite stem is nasty. You know what I mean? Like it's not even black anymore. Like it's it's black like at the tail end, but it's just gross, yeah. you know, at this yeah. point. But I would have that and I would be smoking probably some cellar. Fort Morton cellar. I think so. Yeah. I know I'm I like again, it's I think all of this is taking me back to like a home base, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I love adventure. I remember like the first time I went to Italy, I had a pipe in mind. I wanted like a saddle bit, rusticated pipe, and I was hunting for that so that I could find it. And then I brought it. I, I found as close to it as possible, although I still haven't been able to find that perfect pipe that I was looking for for that experience. And it's mm-hmm. still kind of the one, that unicorn in the back of my head. Yeah. But I remember like going and then like trying to get like a tobacco and then they didn't like because of the language barrier, I got the wrong pipe tobacco and everything. <laughs> it's just a whole, it's a whole thing. And it just, it didn't, end up where where I wanted it to be. But I have this great picture from that experience of me sitting on a boulder in Italy smoking that pipe that's not quite the right pipe and not quite the right tobacco. And so it didn't it didn't live, you know what I mean? Like it 
it couldn't live up to what I wanted it to be. It didn't fulfill it. But I know I could be sitting on a balcony in New Orleans, listening to that music, smoking that old pipe, you know, with some Frogmorton cellar right now, drinking a Sazerac and just be in heaven. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Anyway, so that's what I choose. And you'd have it for one hour. That is, that is a cathartic experience. I know, right? That's what I'm talking about. It's <laughs> a good one, man. We should all we should all go through that occasion. Wow, it's great. All right, great, great question, <laughs> great question, great quick fire question on that one. Hey, if y'all have got some questions for us, send them in the show. That is show at countrysquireradio.com. Your thoughts, your comments, listener feedback. Listener feedback. All right, this one's coming in from Jeremy. He says, just got a chance to listen to the latest episode of Calico Jack. Oh, I loved that, that one. That was so fun, much. wasn't it? Hey, yep. Dude, can I tell you? You had fun. I had well, so we much fun. We all had fun, but like you had a lot of fun. I like people have written in just like I was like a kid in a candy store. They were just like like along for the ride on that one. That's like, great. It was so much fun. I, I, I stack it up there as one of my favorite episodes of all time. I'm honestly. so glad. It was just it's so much I'm fun. I'm glad. I uh, said, uh, love listening to it. Uh, listen to it on the way home from a job site on Friday nights. Our family nights at the Dukes household. Uh, this is, of course, Jeremy Dukes. He says, the boys uh, chose a Netflix animated movie called The Sea Beast. Is it The Bracken? <laughs> Sorry, that was, that was for me. <laughs> that one's free, Missouri. That, <laughs> that, that was for free. Yeah, that one's on the house. Well, when you name it The Bracken, Right? You're just gonna you're gonna get it for free all the time. I know, right? <laughs> like, when do you not want to release the bracket? Uh, all right, but he says the boys chose a Netflix animated uh, movie called The Sea Beast. It's a lot of swashbuckling fun in the vein of Moby Dick, and I couldn't help but think about you and your love for all things pirates. Not sure uh, what your kids are into, but it's worth the watch. Hope all as well. You know, I recently saw this pop up on my Netflix uh, as well, so it must be relatively new. I have not seen it yet, but it did immediately pique my interest. And especially because obviously my kids listen to me like I like their bedtime stories are all pirate stories. So like, yeah, sure, it's part of the lexicon of like our our family. So um, yeah, we'll we'll probably check it out. Thanks for the recommendation, Jeremy. I appreciate That's it. That's great, Jeremy. Yeah. Well, there you go, man. We uh we got a chance to uh to to dive into some of the uh most em- I I think I think this is the most embarrassing drink we've ever had, which is why I feel like it. I've paired it with the most embarrassing pairing of all time. I'm not against it though. I, I, oh, I know you're not against. Yeah, it. I, I'm, I'm, and I'm not embarrassed. <laughs> that's, that's what's the most embarrassing. I'm not about embarrassed it. about. It. All right, all right, fair yeah, enough. like I just, you know, I, I'm going to be that guy that like I'm going to rock this pink cocktail. That's not very pink. Uh, but no, don't get reason, me. But the reason it's not very pink is because it's mixed with champagne. Yeah. No. All right. Don't don't get it me wrong. It won't be as embarrassing as being on Bourbon Street with all your friends, going to a fancy ranch restaurant. All the bros are out getting beer and stuff, and you're the one that asked for Pinot Siri, Grigio. you went back to that. Wow. And wow. you're the one that asked for Pinot Grigio. I'm in New Orleans. I'm drinking wine. Come on, man. It's not. It, it, you're in Texas, and you're drinking pink gin. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> All right, that's fair. <laughs> no, but like this actually, this, is, this tastes extremely, extremely good and really enjoyed it. So, uh, yeah, man, good times. And uh, hey, let's go have a day. See you, brother.
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.